Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the Songlines and Tan Lines podcast, a place to take a momentary break from your day-to-day routine. Those returning, thank you. The support is appreciated. Those new to this podcast, welcome. And if you like what you hear and are not a subscriber, don't forget to subscribe. Now let's pull up the anchor and set so. Chris from the Audible Ecstasy podcast told me about this REM song night swimming, which I will get to in a minute. After truly enjoying that song from a band I rarely ever listened to, my brain got the churning. And I started to wonder, could I pair that song to two other songs about swimming? Beautiful Swimmers, which is the last song, was an easy pick for a second swimming song. It was the third swimming song I was having the most trouble with. I honestly can't think of another song by Jimmy that has swimming in the title or a song by him dealing with swimming, that created a dilemma. Should I cover two songs, or should I stick with this new three-song format? I did some research, and I found a song, the song that opened the episode. It's by a group called Breathe Owl Breathe, and it's called Swimming from the album Magic Central. Here's a bit more about the band, in case you have never heard of them, and I hadn't until this episode. According to AllMusic.com, Breathe Out Breathe is a Michigan-based trio that plays atmospheric, evocative, acoustic-based music, fusing folk traditions with the adventurous approach of indie rock. I like and enjoy the song Swimming, very chill, very mellow, and I gave Breathe Out Breathe a listen one morning because I didn't want to share a song or talk about a song from a group that I didn't know anything about. And I have to say, after spending some time with their music, that if you're in a mellow mood or feel like you need to listen to something that isn't loud and abrasive, then seek them out. Not sure they are for everyone who listens to this podcast, but if it's a cool night around a campfire or sitting on your back deck as the sun rises or sets, hot or cold drink or a little weed in hand, they might just be a great band to listen to. Let's move on to song two, the song that inspired this episode, Night Swimming from the album Automatic for the People. And according to Wikipedia, it is the eighth studio album by American alternative rock band R.E.M. released by Warner Brothers Records on October 5th, 1992 in the United Kingdom and Europe and on the following day in the United States. R.E.M. began production on the album while their previous album, Out of Time, 
was still ascending top albums charts and achieving global success. Aided by a string arrangements from John Paul Jones, Automatic for the People features ruminations on mortality, loss, mourning, and nostalgia. Upon release, it received widespread acclaim from critics, reached number two on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart, and yielded six singles. Automatic for the People has sold more than 18 million copies worldwide. Wow. Now let's get into the song. I really enjoy this one, and I hope you do too. Such a great song. And R.E.M. from Athens, Georgia, in case you didn't know that, is another band that I can't recommend to everyone who listens to this podcast. They are not a traditional band you find within the trop rock Jimmy Buffett circle. But the album Automatic for the People, it's a great mellow album. A great one to dive into if you have never listened to this band. I've heard the hits by them throughout the years, like some of them, didn't like some of the other ones, but I've only recently started to listen to a bit more of their music. Might feature another song in the future by then, if I continue to listen to their music, and I'll find a song that fits the podcast. If you give them a listen, let me know what you think. I'd be curious to hear your responses. Now, on to song three, Beautiful Swimmers, from the album Buffet Hotel, an album that has had some songs from it featured already on this podcast. Let's go ahead and get into the song. Across the water like 
steel guitar great song always liked it and it's another awesome song from the album buffet hotel an album that probably doesn't get a lot of love kind of feels like a forgotten album like beach house on the moon and i can recommend this album to everyone who listens to this podcast i did learn that beautiful swimmers was meant to be on far side of the world interesting to learn that i haven't got into concert plays for these three songs and you know i like to do that on each and every episode here are the stats. Swimming, Breathe Out, Breathe. Not sure how accurate their stats are, but this song has one play in concert, according to Setlist FM. It was in June of 2010, and if the stats are right, this band doesn't play many concerts. I honestly can't believe that stat is right. Night Swimming, REM. 71 times in concert. Kind of low, guys. First time in January 1995, and last played in November of 2008. Beautiful Swimmers, this is a very sad one. I hate to report sad things like this on the podcast when it comes to wonderful, great songs by Jimmy Buffett. It's been played twice in concert, so I am glad I am featuring it. First time in September of 2009, and last played in March of 2018. Let me drop anchor here and close out the episode. You can hear my voice talking music on the Audible Ecstasy podcast and talking about horror on the Nightlight Tales podcast. And stay tuned after the ukulele plays. I will be reading a bit of a vampire at Christmas. If you would like to be a part of this podcast, pick a Buffett song, any song, fan favorite, your favorite, deep cut, a rare gem, and then answer these questions. Send the answers to this email address. And I will read them on the show. Songlines and tanlines at gmail.com. What do you think of the song you picked? Is it a favorite, an occasional listen, or one you only listen to when playing the album? Should it be a concert regular or not? Or if it is a concert regular, should Jimmy give it a rest from time to time? If introducing Buffett to someone, would this be a good song to play for them? If so, why? Are you a Parrothead, an occasional fan? Or do you just enjoy the hits? That's it. Thanks for listening. Cheers and aloha. Thanks for listening this far. And this is another one of my short stories that may or may not be for everyone listening. But if vampires and scary things don't bother you, then you might enjoy it. And you can find it on Amazon or in the collection Nightlight Tales. Let's get into it. The tomb was silent. Centuries had passed since that fateful night when Talon had been born into the world of darkness and shadow. A naked, artificial, green Christmas tree, replaced every season, stood in one corner of this tomb, and there were no ornaments on this tree, no garland of any kind. The coffin he slept in was decorated with thick silver tinsel, and it draped and wrapped itself around this orifice of death like a shiny snake. Talon dared not play Christmas music because he was afraid of drawing attention to himself. 
People might discover his hiding place if they heard music playing up from somewhere deep in the earth. No matter how far into the woods, he made his lair. The tree and the decorated coffin were more than enough to keep him in a Christmas mood. Talon raised the lid of the coffin, black, kind of rectangle with gold handles and gold trim, stretched and then pulled himself up and out of his bed. He was tall and lanky, six foot five, turned to the blood at the ripe young age of 25. He had kind, softened yellow eyes, smooth cream-colored skin, few wrinkles and no facial hair. The brown hair on top of his head crawled down to the middle part of his back, clean and well-groomed. He put the small item he slept with each night into the coffin and closed the lid. He took his small iPod out of his pocket and slipped the earbuds out of his ear. He checked the battery, almost dead. He found the power cord to it and placed it along with the iPod into his pocket. He took a moment to look around at his home tomb. He loved it here. The floors were made of a soft brown dirt. The walls and ceiling covered in gray concrete streaked with dark spots of dampness. It smelled of vanilla, courtesy of a candle he lit each and every morning before he drifted off to sleep. There was a large door that protected Talon from the intrusions of the outside world. This door was solid thick granite, something only a vampire could move. Tacked to the wall in frames, were small pictures of sunrises scattered throughout the world from mountains to beaches. He looked at these sunrises each and every night he woke up. It helped him to remember that once he was human, that once he loved, that once he was mortal. He found that by not going full vampire, that it helped to keep him hunting evildoers. He was far less likely to attack good people if he could just remember that he once walked the earth with a death clock in his head, counting down the hours until it was his time to perish. While he stood in his dusty work boots and jeans, he adjusted his Jimmy Buffett concert shirt and tried to get his mind and body ready for this busy night. Buffett was an artist talent always enjoyed listening to, and he found time to go see as many shows of this singer as he could. With his vampire skills, he was able to fly to any place Jimmy performed, slip in and slip out of the most secure areas, and enjoy Jimmy's concerts in a way few fans have ever had the chance to do, hidden in the deepest parts of the stage's shadows. It was such a fun show to witness. It reminded Talon of Christmas. Talon had been following Buffett since the late 70s, when he had discovered the song Margaritaville playing on a jukebox in the back of a dusty bar where he was having a small feast. As Talon drank freely of the drunkard in his arms, he had listened to the peaceful tune of that song and fell instantly in love with it. Now, all these years later, he followed Buffett like any loyal mortal parrot head. <laughs> 